podcast with uh, myself, Warren Mulder, and David Wright has been brought to you by our uh, sponsors, Suzuki Queensland, the East Leagues Club, Mine Lab, Black and White Tabs, Toners Travel, Town and Country Markets, Get a Quest Apartments, CMBM and Triple Play, all sponsors of East's Tigers and uh, in this particular occasion, sponsors of this podcast. Uh, David, let's uh, look forward to a great weekend in this preliminary final as East take on the Burley Bears. Welcome to uh, the East Tigers uh, Tiger TV podcast. This is our first podcast and we're looking at week three of the finals as we head uh, into what is the preliminary final. The winner, of course, goes through to the grand final of the Intra Super Cup. So what a prize there is for the two teams in action this weekend. And the two teams are East taking on the Burley Bears at Pizzy Park. Last weekend, it was uh, the Tigers too good for Ipswich, 50 to 20. And, of course, the Burley Bears, well, they went down to Redcliffe, 13 to 6. That was at Pissy Park in the major semi. Redcliffe went through to the grand final. They're already there, the Dolphins. This week, it's uh, the Tigers and uh, the Bears to uh, decide who's going to join Redcliffe in the grand final. And if we look at uh, the East Tigers' form recently, well, uh, finishing fifth on the ladder, then in week one of the finals, they defeated the Northern Pride 32 to nil, six tries to nil. Magnificent performance away from home for the Tigers. And then in week two... Uh, East too good for the Ipswich Jets. Another big score, 50 to 20, nine tries to four there for uh, for the East Tigers. On the other hand, Burley, well, they had a week in, weekend off in week one of the finals, having finished second on the ladder just behind uh, the Dolphins. So then in week two of the finals, it was the first outing uh, for Burley in the finals and uh, going down to Redcliffe in a, in a tight one. It was two tries to one, 13 points to six, but Burley had been on such a roll. They'd won four of their last uh, games in the regular season in a row and uh, suddenly, well, just stopped in their tracks somewhat last weekend. So joining me uh, to take a look at what's going to happen this weekend, uh, I'm Warren Bolden, by the way, and joining me is uh, former international David Wright. Uh, David, a big weekend ahead as these two teams sort out who's going through to the grand final. Well, Warren, you're uh, spot on. Uh, Preliminary finals uh, are... um such a critical game. Obviously, by definition, they're the last game, the penultimate game before the sides can make a grand final. As you say, Redcliffe are there. They're sitting pretty. They get another week off. But these two sides have to fight it out to see who's got the right to play Redcliffe in the final. And uh, really, it's the cruel... My my sort of memories, Warren, of of playing finals is this is the cruelest cut of all. If If you just miss the grand final... That's the one you seem to regret. If you can get to grand final week and play in the grand final, you obviously want to win it. But to to lose a preliminary final is, is really, really tough. So these sides who put so much in right throughout the, heart, the year, the East Tigers and the Burley Bears, uh, Burley would be favourites, no doubt, for this match. They finished uh, second in, on the table, uh, sat on top of the table for most of the season. They and Redcliffe... Uh, seem to uh, tic-tac at the top, but Burley uh, were there for a long, long time. So um, such an important game for players because, um, you know, this is the opportunity to get into the grand final. And as you say, Warren, the the form of, of East have been uh, very good. We'll touch on their uh, team shortly. But to score 15 tries in two uh, knockout semis uh, uh, just emphasises what a great attacking side the Tigers are. And uh, as you also say, Warren, they, 
these sides are playing the right to, to play Redcliffe uh, in, in two weeks' time at Suncorp. Redcliffe will go, because of the nature of the top six competition and how they do the draw, Redcliffe are having their second week off. They're going to come into a grand final with uh, one game in four weeks leading into the grand final. So that's a big ask. They're a red-hot side, but uh, that could be a challenge for them. So the opportunity for the side that wins this weekend, East coming off a win, Burley coming off a loss, this preliminary final creates a great opening to lead into the grand final. And... um, Warren, one game in four weeks, um, that's got to be a, um, well, a potential concern at this time of year. Yeah, I agree. It's the age-old uh, quandary, isn't it, for teams who are so good that they go straight through, uh, as you say, a week week off and then a game and then another week off. It's always been a problem, a, a disadvantage of being a, a minor premier in many ways. But uh, yep. anyway, we'll... Um, see how that plays out uh, in the weeks ahead. Let's just drill down a little bit more into the recent form of, of the Tigers here. The East boys uh, mentioned that week one win over the Northern Pride, 32-0. I mean, that was that was just amazing. Six tries to nil. And what was equally impressive was that Josh Ralph, the fill-in 5-8, scored three tries. Uh, the Tigers were without Drinkwater, Brodie Croft and uh, Billy Walters. They led 20-0 at halftime, so they got a great start in that game and went on with it. Then last week, this uh, another huge score for a for a finals match, 50-20. to 20, Mentioned nine tries to four. They led 24-8 to eight at halftime, extended the lead to 38-8 to eight before uh, Ipswich got a couple of tries a little bit later. In that match, Marion Seve, who's been in great form, scored three tries, so set her over for a hat-trick. Brian Torpy, I should say Braden Torpy, Scored uh, two tries and uh, seven goals for 22 points. Shane Newman, two tries. Scott Drinkwater, a try. Link Porter, a try. And as I mentioned, Braden Torpy, seven goals. So a feast, a picnic for the backs in terms of try scoring there. Uh, but having said that, what is equally important is that they're keeping the opposition, uh, you know, to low scores. Northern Pride didn't get a point and Ipswich scored 20 and they can score a try. Which, which has been um, a bit of an Achilles heel for Reece Warren, hasn't it, throughout the season, has been their defence, their attack has been standout quality. They're one of the top attacking sides in the competition. But their defence, particularly early in the year, as I recall, um, they had a, a, a very cold start to the season. I think they won about three games in the first ten matches they played, the, the Tigers, and um, looked... Um, extremely vulnerable, obviously, but they have come home with a terrific wet sail. They've won eight out of their last 10 and 10 out of their last 13. And and I, I think, Warren, that's what's happened. Their, their attack has been what they've uh, built a lot of their wins around, but now they're building their defence. And you're dead right to, to keep the Northern Pride to um, to, to nil and then, um, you know, 20 points by uh, the um, uh, the Ipswich Jets uh, is, is pretty good and a good foundation to go in against Burley, who are a far different side to Ipswich in terms of how they will attack. But um, they'll need their defence at their best um, uh, this weekend, the Tigers, uh, if they're going to contain a very powerful uh, Burley Bears. One thing I did like, I thought Patrick Kafusi was really aggressive the other day and he was high energy, really was taking it to the opposition. He looked like he was a man on a mission, uh, Patrick Kafusi. Big game from him. Uh, I mean, I, I noticed um, that the captain, uh, Jake Foster, has said they've got a good balance in the forwards because they're, 
They've got uh, some explosive guys, but they've guys got guys front like front rower Albert Vette and uh, also Jack Spenson who just keep ploughing up the middle, taking up the hard stuff, doing the simple stuff. So it's a good balance in their uh, their forward pack. The 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 one thing that does worry me just a little from a Tigers' point of view is two big wins. Whether that can create that false sense of security uh, in them, and uh, that you know whether they come out again with the same degree of intensity uh, in the third week in a row when you've had a couple of big wins, you can start to get a little bit comfortable and think you're going just a bit better than you are. And I thought, to be fair, that the Jets' defence, the Ipswich Jets' defence, was lacking the other day. Yeah, and you're dead right. That won't be the case with Burley. They've been very strong this year in the defensive department uh, and therefore will be uh, a, a different kettle of fish. Coming back to your uh, Kafusi comment, Warren, you're right. He was ripping in. I reckon he and his brother, Felice, uh, who's uh, with Melbourne, they must have done a, a personal family pact because uh, Felice Kafusi was the one that was <laughs> ripping into the uh, uh, the Rabbitohs last week. None the least... Uh, the big pom in uh, Sammy Burgess. Uh, so those two boys are, are, are similar in their styles. Felice has obviously um, got the uh, the upper running at the moment. Uh, great season also for Queensland in State of Origin. But you, you're right, mate. Patrick Kafushi, who's <laughs> played for Tonga, tied with Melbourne. He's previously played for North Queensland as well. He's a critically important part to the uh, Tigers' uh, defence and their attack, I might add. He's a very good uh, right-side edge runner. Uh, I agree also with the comment that um, it's a very well-balanced uh, side, the Tigers. Um, they've had the ins and outs of Melbourne uh, players because of the affiliation this year. But when you have a look at that side now, they're, um, they're probably average age, uh, mid-20s, if not a little bit higher, and they've got that good blend, as you say, of uh, uh, strength, uh, and experience. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Warren, that back line scored um, pretty much all the tries. Didn't those nine tries last week were his back line. And uh, obviously, you being a, an ex-winger, they're obviously feeding their outside backs. They've got a very good uh, width in their attack and, and some players who can exploit it. Yeah, uh, the only other cautionary note I'd mentioned about Ipswich was they were without their hooker, Jaden Connors. Uh, as well, and he was a key player for them uh, in the way they were playing the game. They were a pretty handy uh, replacement in Kieran Mosley, so it wasn't as if they uh, they had to dig too deep to find a good replacement. But just looking for things that somewhat take the edge off a 50-20 to 20 score in a finals match, which yep. looks absolutely huge. One, one, it could yet be a quandary for, uh, for the coach, Scott Sipple, Josh Ralph uh, scored three tries against the Northern Pride last week. Uh, against Ipswich, he was named man of the match. So very good two weeks in a row. They've got Billy Walters on the sidelines at the moment with an ankle injury, the Intrust Super Cup five-eighths of the year. It's a pretty good position in a lot of ways for Scott Sipple to be in if Billy Walters is available, uh, maybe not this week, but uh, in uh, the grand final. Well, that would be extremely helpful, albeit I think he might be out for the season. So they'll have two young halves this weekend, Warren, uh, Ralph 21 and uh, Torpy 22. That's the crux of, of the East side, I think. If those guys can play well uh, this weekend, they've been playing well uh, over the last couple of weeks in the absence of some of the uh, bigger names. Of course, Brodie Crock was playing uh, in, in the East Tigers for a number of games mid-year. That won't happen uh, uh, going forward, obviously. He's... Uh, 
he's now looked to be entrenched with the uh, Melbourne Storm. But a critical part, as we know, those halves have to perform well. Josh Rell played Queensland 15s and 18s. He's a very composed player. He was in the Titans system. And then uh, Braden Torpy, cool customer, good kicker. I just think he needs to be very decisive. When he sees something on, he's got to take the opportunity. But that will be at the crux of the Tigers uh, this weekend. Yes, I I certainly agree, David. Look, that uh, that half five eight area is one area, that particularly that you can see that uh, Burley are very strong in with Jamal Fogarty and Dylan uh, Fithian. But we'll talk about them a little bit more in a moment. Just to finish off on uh, on the Tigers, they do have a couple of concerns. Uh, Jake Foster uh, suffered concussion, uh, left the game early last week, and uh, Patrick Kafusi also took a knock. Uh, presumably, both of them will be cleared to play, but. Uh, they, they wouldn't want to lose either of those guys um, due to uh, last weekend's head injury. Because they've also battling a little bit without uh, Brett Greinke out for the season, Jared McAnally out for the season. Uh, we just mentioned Billy Walters uh, struggling at the moment. But uh, I do wonder whether or not we will see uh, Sam Cassiano come up from the Melbourne Storm this weekend. Surely the Storm want him to have another run in case they want to use him any time this, uh, this year. Uh, I'm not so sure that they would risk the likes of Chase Blair or Brandon Smith uh, from the Melbourne Storm. I think they'll be keeping them in cotton wool. And, of course, well, Brody Croft, we won't, I don't think the Tigers will see him again this year. No, look, I agree. But that Melbourne connection, uh, Warren, is so important to the Tigers. They've got a great affiliation there with the Melbourne Storm. Um, uh, at least, you know, Scotty Drinkwater at fullback is a Melbourne Storm player. Uh, terrific uh, young player, great attacking player, very much in the mould of um, uh, Billy Slater. I won't say he's a Billy Slater, but but he's certainly got a lot of skills that uh, go with the uh, fullback play these days. He's an ex-Australian schoolboy, Marion Seve, uh, was born in Melbourne actually, um, which and, and played his junior footy there. So it's great to see, uh, you know, eventually players uh, or people born in, in Melbourne are now starting to come through into the uh, rugby league system. Albert Vette, the big front rower, uh, Tongan, has joined the Storm again, another Storm player in in mid this year, was a warrior. He'll be critical to them. And as we mentioned, Patrick Cafusi as well. So if they got Cassiano, as you said, uh, you would think he'd be um, another big force. But the link between uh, East and the the Storm is very strong. Of course, the the Burley Bears are affiliated with the uh, Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, and, and also coming off the bench, uh, Tino Farsuar Malawi. I mean, uh, he's another big unit and he's yep. likely to be one that does come off the bench this week as well. Let's let's turn our attention to uh, Burley just for a moment and uh, the changes that they've uh, <clears throat> got happening. Uh, I mentioned a moment ago Dylan Fithian, uh, the 23-year-old who was suspended last week. Um, he's got big raps on him, this guy, and uh, a player that they they believe, can bring a bit of composure to them after an error-riddled second half last week. Uh, the, the coach there, Jim Lenahan, was pretty happy with the effort, said, in fact, that Burley were quite brave, but uh, a lot of handling errors, a lot of mistakes early in the second half just uh, took them right out of the game. Josh Rogers was playing 5-8 last weekend. Uh, it was expected to be Jamie Dowling. It wasn't. It was Josh Rogers. But Dylan Fithian comes back into the team, and he's certainly going to strengthen, uh, strengthen them. Uh, the the other injury concerns for Burley are Jamie Dowling and Jeff Lynch both are racing the clock to be fit. Jesse Savage and Tyler Sparks are on standby for them. I also note that um, 
front rower Jai Whitbread and uh, lock Sam Costa both took early guilty pleas to avoid a one-match suspension for dangerous contact. So uh, they were nearly out of the game. But um, you hate to see players missing finals, but uh, they're both through by the skin of their teeth. But there's a couple of the factors that uh, Burley have to take into account. But <clears throat> I think we've already said what really um, is the concern for them is after finishing the season so strongly, four wins in a row, and they came to a dead stop in the second half last week. Yeah, it would be a worry. As you say, Warren, the return of uh, Dillian uh, Fithian is, is critically important for them at 5'8". Uh, he's a big lad. He's 100 kilos, formerly with the uh, Newcastle Knights. He only came, only left uh, the, the local club at Newcastle Lakes United midway through the year. So he's been a, a late inclusion into this Burley side. He scored, um, in eight games, he scored five tries. So he is critically important. And to go with his other halves partner in Jamal Fogarty, who is a very, very good uh, uh, player, 24-year-old, uh, um, scores a lot of tries, um, and he, he was with Tweed Heads um, in four, 2014 and 15. So if we had a look at the, the East halves and they're perhaps um, uh, fairly um, young uh, halves, they'll come up against two very experienced and very good halves in Burling, and who comes out with the upper hand there, could well uh, decide the match. Um, you mentioned that Jai Whitbread. He's, he's a Titans, uh, uh, ex-Titans player. He was in the uh, National Youth Cup competition. Good young kid, only 20 years of age. Um, he'll uh, play uh, in that uh, front row. So some very strong players. And Warren, I see uh, Blake Leary, the number 18, played Queensland. But he used to play for the Narang Roosters. That's my old team. I played with them 40 years ago, the Narang Roosters. <laughs> And we're actually happy we won the grand final <laughs> down the Gold Coast. It was my last year of footy and um, the Narang Roosters will have their 40-year reunion. So uh, we'll all go back with our walking frames and all and those 40-year reunions are good, Warren. Have you ever had one yet? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I have. <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, I have. It was a, a Balmain reserve grade reunion. There you go. Premiership winning, I might add, too, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, so uh, I don't think Blake Leary would have I don't think Blake Leary would have ever leant over the fence and asked you for your autograph, David, because he probably wasn't born. <laughs> no, I'd say he wasn't. His, his dad or mother might have been around. But <laughs> yeah. That, that, that I agree. I, I think this is one of the, the features. Sorry, mate. It, it is one of the features of, of the uh, of the Burley team. When you look at the bench and they've got Matt White. And Blake Leary on the bench. I mean, Leary was the Interest Super Cup second rower of the year last year with Townsville. Matt White, I mean, has, has a, uh, about, I don't know how many, uh, probably at least 100 first grade games. Uh, so to be bringing those sort of, that sort of quality off the bench uh, says something about how strong, um, strong Burley are. The, the other thing, I'm sure the Tigers are very much aware of the fact that they've been beaten twice by Burley heads, uh, by the Burley Bears this year. Um, 48 to 18 just a couple of weeks ago in round 24. Now, that was with a reasonably uh, strong team on the field uh, for the Tigers and for Burley, of course, but fairly similar lineups. Sammy Saluma uh, in the centre scored two tries. Joshua Burkers for Burley scored two tries and Curtis Rowe two tries. So those strike weapons from the back and out wide, uh, you know, took the sword to the Tigers 48-18 in round 24. And uh, if you go back earlier in the season, back I think it was in round 11, 
Um, Burley beat East 26 18 at Pissy Park. They led 26 to 6. Uh, size do get the upper hand over others, and uh, Burley have uh, had the upper hand this year. They've, they've been top of the table most of the time. They've beaten a lot of sides. Uh, only just got pipped uh, for the minor premiership by uh, Redcliffe. So Burley are going to be hard to beat. Um, their defence is strong. The key to me in this game is can the East defence stand up to the Burley style, which is in your face? They are going to come at the Tigers. And, you know, everyone talks about line speed these days and it's all about moving up off your line. Uh, if you do what the Broncos did last week uh, in their debacle against uh, uh, St George uh, uh, Illawarra and stand back and let them run, uh, Burley will steamroll you, just like uh, uh, St George did to uh, the Bronx. So it's critical that the Tigers, who have improved their defence a uh, huge amount through the year, they were... The Tigers, and I remember saying it early in the season in one of our games uh, on the um, on the Tiger TV, they were soft in defence early. They have they have largely fixed that, but it comes down to on the day. Um, Warren, you mentioned they've got some good balance and, and work rate in that side now in terms of their forwards. Well, they're going to have to stand up and deliver if they're going to uh, beat Burley and make the grand final uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, well, look, I, I certainly agree with that. And um, I, I really think it'll be a fantastic battle in the forwards. Uh, when you look at Burley, Luke Page, he never takes a backward step. He always loves to uh, take it to you. And you've got Pat Politoni again. He's in tremendous uh, form, been in great form all season, the uh, best best hooker in the competition uh, when it came to the awards. So they've certainly got some power in the, in the forwards. But, yeah, to look at the Tigers... I mean, uh, you've got tremendous experience in Tommy Butterfield, Dave Tyrrell and uh, Jake Foster. I mean, there's real experience there. And then you've got this, uh, the balance of Albert Vette, who he, he, he loves the battle as well, the big tong, and he'll, he'll be there when, uh, when the tough stuff's happening. Um, Patrick Kafusi, we talked about his aggression last week, and Jack Svensson, he just keeps going and going and going, real good motor. Um, the, the bench, I think, is where the Tigers are going to have to really aim up. Uh, we don't know exactly who's going to be on that bench, but uh, some of the likely prospects are Chris Ostwald, Jared Toot, uh, Tino Fasua Malawi, and Kelma Tuolangi. Uh, certainly, you know, they're the most likely forwards. Ash Little could come into the reckoning as well, but uh, you know, there's a bit of youth in that bench. Uh, they're going to have – they've certainly got brawn, but they are going to have to match the uh, the experience that Burley come come to the game with off the bench. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Warren, we've seen that uh, Kelma Tulangi uh, a couple of times this year. He is a terrific uh, young player, uh, got great uh, build. He's got great athleticism. Uh, still only a young kid. So uh, he'll he'll add plenty of vigour coming off their bench. And as we know these days, the bench is so important. It's a 17-man game. Normally um, they basically run two of the forwards for 80 minutes and the other four forwards uh, share the, the, um, the time with the four bench players and pretty much the backs all play 80 minutes. So that's how they manage their um, interchange. Uh, but it is so important. You're spot on. They normally make a couple around that 20-minute mark, mix them up a bit again just before half time, and then again, obviously, in the second half. So uh, bench playing uh, is critical these days. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't see a lot in, in the difference in the benches. Um, 
my big question comes back. I think the forwards will hold their own as well. My question is around the halves and whether the young uh, Tigers have. Josh Ralph uh, at 5'8", and Braden Torpy at half-back, 20, 20, uh, 21, 22 years of age. A lot of uh, pressure on them to, to perform. They're both good young kids. The pressure will be strong. How they uh, handle that on the weekend in a preliminary final will go a long way to deciding the result of this match. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about that. But but equally, there's no doubt that if that battle is reasonably even between firstly the forwards and the halves, then the Tigers have got a match winner in Scott Drinkwater at fullback. 16 tries this season. He can create something out of nothing. And uh, he he has just been in outstanding form. He can do it individually as well as, as part of the team. I mean, he can turn the, the, the game in just in the twinkling of an eye. So Scott Drinkwater, um, I think he is still, for mine, he is still the key for the Tigers uh, winning the game. And, of course, you know, we, we, you already mentioned Marion Seve in great form. Link Port, of course, in great form uh, as well all season. Uh, yeah, and Shane Newman, I think he, he brings that bit of uh, con- conviction, experience, just uh, stability that, that any team, because of all of his, his experience, he brings that stability to the team and uh, rubs off on the rest of the team. But but I, I can't go past Scott Drinkwater as still the one who wins it or loses it for the Tigers. Well, certainly if it comes down to the attacking brilliance, uh, he's your man, Warren, you're spot on. Uh, he, he made his debut for Melbourne there a couple of weeks ago and had a terrific game. So he's he's an NRL player in waiting. There's no doubt about that. We've got Billy Slater retiring um, um, at the end of this year, uh, as many people have said um, perhaps prematurely, but obviously you've got to make your own decisions there. I think Billy could have gone another year uh, at least. But Scott Drinkwater, you, you, you're spot on, is a terrific young kid. He is the modern-day fullback. He's got all the skills, the, the, the speed, the evasion, but the passing um, and the reading of play, the talking in behind the line, uh, he, he is a very much a, a key player. He's been terrific for the Tigers this year. Uh, appears a good young kid in terms of his attitude and, um, yeah, without a doubt, uh, a key player. The other guy I like, Warren, um, uh, is at Connor Carey. Uh, he's played Queensland 18s and 20s. He'll play on the uh, wing for the Tigers. He's played centre a fair bit this year. He is one of the most competitive young kids. He, he's got that never-say-die attitude and um, uh, he, he'll, uh, he won't let them down. No, funnily enough... Uh... I mentioned before that that last loss the Tigers had to Burley, 48-18. to 18. That uh, In that game for the Tigers, the 5-8, was uh, Kia Piera, and he scored two tries. So okay. it just shows that the Tigers have, have got a bit of depth um, and they've had to have that depth because, you know, some of those uh, key Melbourne Storm players haven't always uh, been regularly available for them and, and who knows exactly who will be available uh, this weekend. Um, just just before I forget too, I wanted to mention if you are an East supporter and you would like to get down to Pizzy Park to uh, the barrack for the Tigers this weekend, there is a supporters bus going down. Uh, all the details are on the East uh, Leagues Club uh, website. Um, so look out for the um, for the supporters bus. And likewise, if you're a, a Burley fan who supports the Titans, Titans supporters, there's a two for one tickets offer. So uh, let's hope there's a good crowd at Pizzy Park for what should be an absolute uh, cracker of a match, you you would like to think. Uh, David, just before we wrap it all up, um, the history of these two teams in grand finals, and uh, 
Well, it's, it's a little bit, um, I guess, uh, uh, polar opposites. Unfortunately for the Tigers, uh, they have lost four grand finals. Now, we're not getting ahead of ourselves either. The Tigers have got to win this weekend to make a grand final, but they have lost four grand finals since the uh, Intra Super Comp uh, began back in 1996. They were runners-up in 97 04, 2004, that famous extra time loss to Burley, who they're playing this weekend, and then uh, losing the 13 and the 2014 grand finals. But conversely, you've got uh, Burley, who um, uh, were premiers in 1999, 2004, 2016. They were runners-up in 2003 and 05. So five grand final appearances for Burley, but three times uh, they've won. And uh, should they uh, go through to this year's grand final... Um, they'll be playing Redcliffe, who um, who uh, they beat in the qualifying final and grand final back in 2016. So that's mm. just an interesting side live if uh, Burley happened to uh, get through the grand final. But from a Tigers point of view, it's, you know, these opportunities have, have now come up, what, uh, four times? This is yep. a possible fifth and the Tigers will be just absolutely desperate to make the most of it. Well, no doubt about that, Warren. And, and you mentioned that extra time grand final. You and I covered that uh, with the ABC back in uh, 2004. One of the great grand finals went for, I think, almost 18 or 19 minutes of extra time. It wasn't, uh, um, I think it was uh, 10 minutes each. Well, yeah, 10, you know, 10 minutes each way in those days. It wasn't golden point as such, as I recall. And um, Steve Renoff and Darren Smith, who uh, at the end of their careers played for the Tigers that day and... Uh, Shane O'Flanagan mm. finally scored the try after, a, I think there was about 50 shots at field goal, wasn't there, an extra time? Everyone was trying to... That's right, yes. Yeah. But that was a great game. Um, uh, the Tigers didn't get the uh, uh, the results. They didn't get the pickies that day, uh, and Burley did. Uh, and therefore this, um, yeah, there's a bit of rivalry between the, these two clubs, and uh, it should be a great day at um, at Pizzy Park, and, and also uh, commercial television will have it... Uh, live on uh, Saturday as well. So, um, yeah, a lot going here. As you say, Burley have uh, been pretty successful over the years, um, three out of five grand uh, finals that they played in. Um, and uh, the Tigers, this is the third year Scott Sipple uh, has coached them. They've, um, they've done pretty well in those times. I think uh, fifth, third, and again fifth. So um, he's got them into the semis every time. But the, the Tigers, uh, Warren, as you know, are a very proud club. I can go back to the 70s when I was playing and they had some glory days then when they, um, you know, had the likes of Des and Rod Morris and Johnny Lang and, uh, you know, Wayne Lindenberg and they were the entertainers of uh, of the competition, won a number of grand finals. So they will be hanging out the Tigers uh, to uh, do well this year. They're uh, one win away from a grand final and um, they'd love to... Um, progress to that day, I'm sure, just as Burley will. Uh, but uh, the Tigers, uh, yeah, no wins from four grand finals. That's a pretty bare pickings over 23 years of uh, Q Cup. Well, it's great for the Tigers that they're in the running for a grand final, uh, considering they were coming 11th uh, midway through the season. Yeah. So they, they yeah. would have been shocked to be falling down the ladder and it's been a great comeback and uh, it's a credit to this side. And to be hitting their straps at the right time of the year, um, you know, that's just exactly the, the time to peak. Question is, who's going to win, uh, David? And it's it's not an easy one, I don't think this. Uh, uh, Burley are going to be very tough, but 
uh, have been obviously in fine form all season, but a bit of a hiccup last weekend. And then uh, you've got East in very good form, but I am a little wary of, of winning winning big uh, can set you up for a fall uh, after two big wins. Can they do it for what's going to have to be four weeks in a row? But we'll worry about this. Let's uh, see whether they can do it three weeks in a row this weekend. Yeah, look, well, I'd say the bookies would have Burley as favourites uh, with the return of uh, uh, Dylan uh, Fithian at 5'8". He'll be a key inclusion back into their side. Apart from that, they're, they're, they're pretty much toward full strength. Uh, there's always some bumps and bruises this time. So I think Burley will be favourites. But I don't underestimate the Tigers' side at all, mate. We, we've seen them right through this year, um, how they've evolved. They, they were uh, not strong early. As you say, they were well down the table halfway through the season. Uh, this is a very good footy team, uh, uh, this uh, East Tigers side. And to be so close, you don't want to have any regrets. I think they, they can win. They're going to have to play the house down. Their defence has got to be... Uh, Really spot on, and the two halves. If if they can uh, uh, run the ship around the park, uh, I think there's enough firepower there to uh, to come home uh, with the bacon. Yeah, look, I, th- I think the Tigers are definitely in it. I don't think there's going to be many points in it. In fact, I'd predict a scoreline something like uh, twenty six to twenty or something like that. Maybe even uh, lower. The defence of both teams you'd expect to be good, but then they've got plenty of attacking skills both. I, I I think reading between the lines of what you're saying and certainly what I'm thinking, I think Burley have to go in as favourites. Um, they've done so well all season. They're playing at home. They've got a very good lineup. I think the Tigers are the underdogs, but I, I certainly think that they've got a very good uh, very good chance of winning. And uh, if they can put it all together, um, <laughs> they, they could even put a good score on yet again. Who knows? We'll, well, we'll mate, we remember the Broncos but, um, went in as favourites. Sorry, mate, we, we remember the Broncos went in as favourites last week. So uh, favourites can get flogged. Absolutely, it depends whether you uh, perform on the day, doesn't it? And the Broncos didn't. Uh, yep. Let's uh, see whether the Tigers can uh, match everything that Burley will bring to the game. Um, I should also mention the uh, the podcast with uh, myself, Warren Bolden, and David Wright has been brought to you by our uh, sponsors, Suzuki Queensland, the East Leagues Club, Mine Lab, Black and White Cabs, Toners Travel, Town and Country Markets, Get, uh, Quest Departments, CMBM and Triple Play, all sponsors of East uh, Tigers and uh, in this particular occasion, sponsors of this podcast. Uh, David, let's uh, look forward to a great weekend in this preliminary final as East take on the Burley Bears. Yeah, likewise, mate. Look forward to our next podcast too, which may well be in the next week or so. Okay. Right, uh, we'll see everybody then. Thanks for joining us today.